Welcome back for another episode of Mayhem in the Mid-South. It's going to be episode 12, By Coastal Killer. Alice Stock, Margaret Smith, Martha B. Bryant, Chanty Woodman, Betty Lou Williams. Between the years of 1979 and 1993, These five women would have the misfortune to meet up with a man that authorities would describe as an extremely active and mobile serial killer. There are other victims authorities believe died at the hands of this madman. His murder spree would begin in Florida. And end 14 years later. In the west coast state of Oregon. Fort Lauderdale, Florida. It's about 1977. Caesar Francisco Barone. Now he was born Adolph James Rowe Jr. Now he'd later change his name to Caesar a little later in life. He's about 15 years old. Now he's living with his family at Southwest 25th Terrace, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. One of his neighbors is Alice Stock. Miss Stock, she's living at 408 Southwest 25th Terrace. So he breaks in on Miss Stock, gets him a knife, he tries to rape her. Well, he doesn't succeed, he gets arrested. And he gets put in a a juvenile facility for two months, two whole months, for what should have been an aggravated burglary and attempted aggravated rape. But anyways, 
So he does his two months and he gets back out. Now, when he's 17, he gets convicted of a burglary and he spends two years in prison. Well, 15 days after he gets out of prison, November 29, 1979, he breaks into Miss Stock, breaks into her house again. And this time he rapes her and he strangles her to death. Now the police just knew he'd done it, but they couldn't prove it. They just didn't have the evidence to charge him. Now, six months after Miss Stock was killed, he tries to kill his grandmother, Maddie Morano. She was 70 years old. He choked her and he beat her with a rolling pin, robbed her of $10. Now, she prosecuted, but went to trial. Obviously, she's 70 years old. She was beaten near death. So she had a little trouble during her testimony, and a jury acquitted Caesar of his charges. Sheriff would later say that they never would forget that crime scene and that rolling pin with blood all over it. No matter who you are, being yourself can be tough when you have severe asthma. Triggers can pop up out of nowhere, causing inflammation that can lead to asthma attacks. But no matter what type of severe asthma you have, Tispire can help. Tispire is an add-on treatment for people 12 and over that proactively reduces inflammation, which means you could have fewer attacks, breathe better, and relieve your asthma symptoms. So you can be you, whoever you are. Tespire is not a rescue medication. Don't take Tespire if you're allergic to it. Allergic reactions may occur and can be serious. Rash or eye allergy can happen. Don't stop your asthma treatments unless your doctor tells you to. Tell your doctor if you have a parasitic infection or your asthma worsens. Sore throat, joint, and back pain may occur. Avoid live vaccines. By helping control your asthma, Tespire can help you be you. No matter who you are, ask your asthma specialist about Tespire today. Even though he beat the aggravated burglary case, he did get convicted of an unrelated burglary. 
and Caesar goes back to prison in 1981. Now, in 1986, he was transferred to a state prison in Stark. Now, that was after he attempted an escape and assaulted a guard. Now, while he's at the state prison, he actually meets Ted Bundy. I shudder to think what those two discussed. It couldn't have been anything very pleasant. Authorities have no doubt that Barron probably asked Bundy uh, questions pertaining to how Bundy got caught and what he could have done different. Because as we will see, Caesar's got a lot of meanness still left in him. Now Caesar gets released from prison about 1986, 87. Well, he had met a female pen pal through a singles advertisement in a newspaper from the state of Washington. By the way, that paper was provided to him by Ted Bundy. So he answers an ad from a woman and he gets married. He moves to the Northwest. And this is when he legally changes his name. And then he joins the army. And he doesn't become just a soldier, he becomes a ranger. Army ranger. Now his unit is sent to Panama in 1989 for the invasion to overthrow the dictator at that time, Manuel Noriega. But Caesar's stint in the military doesn't last a, a long time, as we might guess. He's accused of exposing himself to a female officer. The army then decides to actually check his background. They find out his real name and his criminal history. So he's discharged from the army in 1990. Now, Caesar and his wife, they're living in Hillsboro, Oregon, which is a small city outside of Portland, Oregon. It's in the north part of the state near the state line with Washington. And as you might guess, it doesn't take Caesar long before he goes back to his old ways. It's April 18th, 
He's been casing a house there in Hillsboro. Elderly lady lives there by the name of Margaret Smith. He breaks into the house, beats her, sexually assaults her, then smothers her to death with a pillow. Now the next morning, her caregiver discovered her body. It's October 9th, 1992. Washington County 911 Center they get a call about 3 a.m. That's regarding a shots fired call there in Hillsboro. Now, officers make the scene. They find an unoccupied car, a green Volkswagen on the side of the road. It's been shot to pieces. The officers find blood on the front seat, but they don't find the driver. Now, a few moments after arriving on that scene, officers check the area, and another call comes in. saying there's a body on 231st Street less than a half a mile from where the car is at. Now when officers get on the scene over on 231st Street they find the body of Martha B. Bryant. Now, Miss Bryant is still alive. But she's unconscious. And she's in the middle of the roadway. Now, she's been shot in the back and in the head. Now, they take her to the hospital. she dies before she regains consciousness. Now, Miss Bryant worked at the hospital. She was a nurse midwife at Tuality Hospital. Authorities are theorizing that after she got off work, she was heading home somebody had forced her vehicle off the road by shooting holes in it which would mean it was somebody that had been stalking her December 30th 1992 Caesars in downtown Portland and he's hanging out with a fella named 
Leonard Darcell. Well, in the early morning hours, they give a ride to a female named Chantee Woodman. Now, evidently, this Darcell fellas in the same sick category that Caesar is because they get her out there on Highway 26 they beat her and they sexually assault her and they dump her on the highway and they drive off well they look back and they notice that it looks like Miss Woodman's still alive and moving. So Caesar, he turns the car around. He gets out of the car, beats her some more with the butt of a pistol, and then shoots her in the head, throws her body over a guardrail. Now, the Later that day, a highway worker would discover the body. January 6, 1993. Caesar's in the Hillsborough area. He's at an apartment. having drinks with a lady named Betty Lou Williams. At some point, Miss Williams, she goes to the restroom. Caesar follows her. Pulled a weapon on her began to sexually assault her. Now during the assault, Miss Williams, she has a heart attack and she dies. Caesar takes the body of Miss Williams, which is partially clothed, and he dumps her in the bathtub. Next morning, her son finds her. What an awful memory that would be for the son. Now, in February of 93, so just a month after he had killed Betty Williams, Caesar's arrested on unrelated charges having to do with the attempted rape and attempted sodomy on his former landlady. The police have been gathering evidence on Caesar. All along, they were finally able to to bring him in on those charges. After that, while they're still holding him in jail, They charged him out with aggravated murder 
for the death of Martha Browning Bryant. May of 93, they indict him for first-degree murder and the death of Chan T. Woodman. And then in June 93, they indict him for felony murder of Betty Williams. Now, I don't have the date on when they indicted him for Miss Smith. February of 94, now he's convicted of 14 charges, including burglary, theft, attempted sodomy, and rape. That's in the cases not related to the murders, and he's given 44 years for those. Now, in November and December of 95, at the conclusion of his trials on the murder of the four women, he's convicted of aggravated murder, kidnapping, attempted rape, and trying to conceal crimes in the death of Martha Bryant. And he's sentenced to death by the jury. Now, he's convicted of five counts of aggravated murder and three counts of felony murder related to the other women. Now, he's sentenced to 89 years for the felony death of Betty Williams. And the jury gives him death sentences for the death of Chante Woodman and Margaret Smith. So he's put on death row. And there he remained from 1995 until his death in December of 2009 of cancer.